0: Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show is at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Hi, I'm James. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephen. And we are Dream Gun. And you are listening to a classic episode of Dream Gun Film Reads. Where we take our favorite movies and then totally rewrite them and put
1: a bunch of jokes and nonsense in them. And then the show is performed by actors and comedians who haven't read the script, so
0: everything you hear is completely unrehearsed. If you enjoy Film Reads, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't know what to say in your review, just use it to tell us what film you'd like us to read next. Because
1: we're running out of ideas. (laughs) If you'd like to support the show, there's two ways to do it. You can subscribe to Film Reads on Patreon. Patreon subscribers get early access to episodes, bonus uncut
0: recordings, and tickets to the live show. Or you can see us in person. If you'd like to see Film Reads live, you can check out DreamGun.ie for tickets to all of our upcoming shows. Or follow us, we are at DreamGun and Sons on all the socials. We perform regularly in Dublin and London and at festivals all around the world.
1: Please enjoy DreamGun Film Reads. DreamGun!
2: Jurassic Park by S. Spielberg. Based on the Michael Crichton novel, we're back, a dinosaur story. Isla Nubar, 120 miles off the coast of Costa Rica. We don't know which direction, but probably not down towards the Earth's core. Nervous workers stare into a steamy container lit by floodlights. What's moving in there? Is it a big dog? (laughs) Muldoon, a less fun crocodile Dundee type with no fun corks dangling from his hat, is shouting orders.
3: Stand back! I want tasers on full charge and I want your knives pointy and guns firing at all times just to be sure. All right, raise the
2: gate! One of the workers raises the paddock gate to transfer, uh, transfer the mysterious creature but it is pulled in by a violent force.
3: Somebody help him! Shoot her!
2: Shoot her! Shoot her! They shoot tranks into the container as the worker is shook about from below the waist by some angry animal. Possibly the shark from Jaws. The next day, at an amber mine deep in the Dominican Republic, a weaselly lawyer, Donald Gennaro, balances himself on a rickety raft. One of the amber miners waits to meet him on the shore.
4: There's a $20 million lawsuit for that worker's death, and you're telling me Hammond's not even here?
5: He had to leave early. He's a busy man. He has to deliver presents to kids and
4: homes all over the world. <laughs> the insurance company feels that the accident raised safety questions about the park. A man getting violently murdered makes them think that this park could be a place where a man might get violently murdered. <laughs> that makes the investors very anxious. If, if two experts sign off on the island, the insurance guys will back off. I've already got Ian Malcolm, but they, they think he's too trendy because he wears a leather jacket. Uh, they want somebody who explicitly does not wear a leather jacket, like uh, Alan Grant or, or Moby. Grant,
2: you'll never get him out of Montana. Why not? He uncovers a chunk of amber which has a mosquito inside, like all chunks of amber do. And he holds it up to the light.
5: Why not? Because Grant's like me. He's a digger. And neither of us have a valid passport.
2: Meanwhile, at a desert dig in Montana, we see dinosaur man and bone collector, Alan Grant. The man who received the Alan Grant for beigest shorts. He wears a neckerchief, but not in a cool way like a cowboy. Well, maybe like a cowboy who's going to hold up a shipment of like, um, stationery. Grant and his team are looking at an ultrasound scan of a dinosaur on a monitor.
0: Ugh, I hate computers.
2: The monitor goes fuzzy as if Grant has been magnetized from jerking off a balloon.
6: Looks like the feeling's mutual.
2: Dr. Ellie Sattler, a cross between Laura Croft and Laura Derns, approaches. She is dressed similarly to Grant because she is experiencing the same weather as him.
6: Post-mortem contraction on the posterior neck ligaments. Velociraptor?
0: Yeah, good shape too. Velociraptor shape. Not like all those rocks and cactus-shaped fossils we found earlier (laughs) trying to trick me.
2: The monitor fuzzes again. Grant must have really gone to town on that balloon.
0: What did I do?
6: You touched it. Dr. Grant is not machine compatible. Mm.
0: Now look at the half-shaped bones in the wrist. It's no wonder these guys learned how to fly.
2: The crowd of archaeologists point and laugh at Grant's stupid theory. (laughs)
0: Look, seriously. Maybe dinosaurs have more in common with present-day birds than they do with reptiles. Look at the pubic bone, bent backwards like a bird's. They often want a cracker like a bird. (laughs) And even the word raptor means bird of prey. But. We came up a word, so I suppose it doesn't really work as evidence for or against.
2: A 90s style fat kid simultaneously does the truffle shuffle while eating an infinitely long Twizzler that disappears out of frame. He looks like if Drake ate Josh or a white Keenan ate Kel.
7: That doesn't look very scary. More like a six foot 20. Which is pretty terrifying now that I think of it. I'm
0: sorry, whose child is this?
7: Dinosaurs are dumb and boring. I regret coming to this dinosaur dig site. Come on, everybody, let's get out of here.
0: Okay, okay. Try to imagine yourself in the Cretaceous period. Here we go! (laughs) You get your first look at this velociraptor. He moves like a bird, lightly bobbing his head. You stare at him and he just stares right back. You lock every door in the house, but he's already inside. (laughs) You try to call the police, but he's cut the phone line. You keep driving, but then you realize the car behind you wasn't chasing you. It was trying to warn you. Because the Raptor was in the back seat the whole time. And that's when the attack comes, not from the front, but from the side. (laughs) From the other two Raptors, that you didn't even know were ALREADY IN THE HOUSE! And he slashes at you with this uh, six-inch retractable claw. Here, here, and maybe across the belly, spilling your intestines. The point is, you were alive when they start to eat you. So, you know, maybe try and tr- show a little respect. OK.
2: <laughs> this is a moment he'll recount to numerous therapists over the course of his life.
6: Alan, if you wanted to scare the kid, you could have pulled a gun on him. Oh,
0: a gun? I sure sh- I've got one in the oh. kids. I mean, do you really want to have one of those?
6: I don't want that kid. No one wants that kid. But a breed of child could be intriguing. I mean, what's so wrong with kids? Oh,
0: I hate those little gremlins. They're noisy, they're messy, they're expensive. You can't feed them after midnight. <laughs> Look, Elliot. I know what this is really about. You want us to buy that big mouth Billy Bass, don't you?
6: Well, I... Don't you? It's a fish that sings,
0: Alan!
2: <laughs> a helicopter comes down and blows sand all over the fossils, reburying them forever.
0: <laughs> Get that helicopter out of here!
2: All right, everybody, who owns that helicopter? He enters his trailer to find a jolly-bearded David Attenborough type, opening his champagne. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the hell do you think you're doing in here? That champagne is from the Cretaceous period We only just dug it up We were saving it
8: For today I guarantee it
0: Who in God's name do you think you are? John Hammond And I'm delighted to meet you in person, Dr. Grant I must be be honest, Mr. Hammond In those AOL message rooms You came across as a real bigot Call me old-fashioned But I just
8: think women are inferior to men In every conceivable way so I can
0: see that my 50000 a year has been well spent. Yeah, we, we spent it mostly on uh, small brushes.
2: Ellie enters, all steamed up.
6: Who's the jerk? Uh,
0: Ellie,
2: this is uh, Mr. Hammond. Oh
6: Did I say jerk? I meant to say, great, lovely man, just a great guy. I just want to give him a big old kiss.
8: I'll get right to the point. I made dinosaurs. bet. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, uh, <laughs> What I meant to say
9: was
8: (laughs) I own an island off the coast of of Costa Rica. I've been setting up a sort of biological preserve. Really spectacular, Uh, spared no expense. Uh, We paid one whole guy to do the security. (laughs) And there's absolutely no doubt our new attractions will drive kids to shreds. What are those?
6: Small
8: versions of adults, honey. And not just small versions of adults. Big versions of adults. Women versions of adults. The Chinese, everyone. We're opening next year if the lawyers don't kill me first. Those scaly dogs. I really don't care for lawyers. Always asking, how did this worker get eaten? Or exactly how many dead animals have you made? A real bore. Do you like lawyers? We We don't don't really really know any. No, we don't. Well, I do. Well, I do know a few. I'm afraid, and there's a particular one right now who represents my investors. Says that they insist on outside opinions. What
6: kind of opinions?
8: Well, your kind. Not to put too fine a point on it. Let's face it. In your particular fields, you're uh, you're the top minds. You're the second most famous Bone Collector after the Bone Collector in the Denzel Washington movie. (laughs) The Bone Collector. And if I could just persuade you to sign off on the park, maybe even pen a wee testimonial. I could get back on schedule. Oh,
0: schedule. It's pronounced schedule
6: Why would they care what we think?
0: What kind of park is this? Oh, it's right up your alley.
8: Why don't you come down, just the pair of you, for, for the weekend. I'd love to have the opinion of a pale old b- botanist as well. <laughs> if that's what you are, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> If I have Sorry. to have outside verification, I might as well choose experts whose research is entirely funded by me. <laughs> just, uh, just to add a, a healthy conflict of interests to the mix.
0: I'm sorry, that this isn't possible, we just dug up a new skeleton I'd
8: compensate you by fully funding
0: your dig It's a very big skeleton, it's all jumbled up, it'll take ages to solve For a further three years
6: Where's the plane? Oh,
0: three years, where's the plane?
6: Tell us where
9: the plane is!
2: Meanwhile, in Costa Rica, a suspicious man enters an outdoor cafe Can you enter a cafe if it's already outside? <laughs> He is spotted by Newman from the TV show Seinfeld. A greasy Hawaiian shirt with a man in it. Obviously cloned from an amber mosquito that contained the DNA of a cheese pizza.
5: Dodson! Dodson!
2: <sighs> Newman.
5: You shouldn't use my name. Dodson! We, we got Dodson here! You see, nobody cares! Dodson, is that you? Oh my god! It's been so many years!
0: Hey Frank, look who it is! Oh, Lewis Dodson! What are you doing in Costa Rica? Hey, magnify. I... Oh, oh, thanks buddy! Hashtag Dodson! Oh, it's trending!
10: Anywhere, here's 750,000. On delivery, 50,000 more for each viable embryo. And if you get all 15 off the island, you get a limited-edition spoon. I'll get them all. We're going to make a rival dinosaur theme park with just better layout, and it'll be slightly cheaper. Remember, viable embryos. They're no use to us if they don't survive. We don't want to make a rival theme park with just lots of dead dinosaurs lying around. How
5: am I supposed to transport them?
2: Dogson takes out a modified can of Barbasol, which, according to Wikipedia, is an American brand of shaving foam, which in the 1930s had a minstrel mascot called Singin' Sam the Barbasol Man.
9: It's got a secret compartment
2: for
10: embryos, and it even dispenses shaving foam. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't use it unless you want to have dinosaurs growing out of your face. There's enough coolant for 36 hours. The embryos have to be back here by then. How, are you going to plan to, how do you plan to beat security? I've got an 18 minute window.
5: Uh, 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. What if we had a 20 minute window? It, it would stay the same.
2: <laughs> the waiter places the bill down between them. Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. That was Hammond's mistake. He didn't pay for that pie. Meanwhile, on a majestic helicopter, Grant, Ellie, and Hammond fly across whatever ocean Costa Rica is beside. The big blue one. With them sits Dr. Ian Malcolm, a charmingly neurotic scientist. He looks like if Carl Sagan and a guitar were fused in a teleporter accident.
1: Uh, So uh, you 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 to dig up dinosaurs?
0: Or? Well, uh, we try to yeah, successfully. So yes. Yes, we do. We do.
8: Yes. You'll have to get used to Dr. Malcolm. He suffers from a deplorable excess of personality, especially for a mathematician.
1: Uh, Chaotician, chaotician, actually. John here uh, doesn't subscribe to chaos, uh, particularly when it says about his science project, because it says that your park is stupid and I hate it. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Sattler, Dr. Grant, you've you've heard about chaos theory. No. No? nonlinear equations, strange attractions. I mean, (laughs) Dr. Sattler, I refuse to believe you aren't familiar with the concept of attraction or uh, boner physics.
2: I bring scientists, the lawyer brings a rock star. There it is. We see a majestic island on the horizon and iconic music swells like we should all be proud.
8: Bad wind shears. We have to drop pretty fast. Hold on, this will be thrilling. Yahoo!
2: Brand fumbles with his seatbelt and ties two female buckles together to make a working seatbelt.
8: We only put female seatbelts in the helicopter so they can't breathe.
2: They land and drive through the jungly island
8: The full uh, 50 miles of perimeter fence are in place And the concrete moats and the motion sensor tracking systems We've made sure all the fire exits can be opened by claws (laughs) Donald, dear boy, relax, try and enjoy yourself Let's get one thing straight This is not a, a weekend
4: excursion Uh, This is a serious investigation of the stability of the island. We have to find out if it's just floating on the water, or or does it keep going down all the way? Your your, your investors, who I represent, are deeply concerned. 48 hours from now, if they're not convinced, I'm not convinced. I'll shut you down, John. This is a full summary of my role and intentions, John.
8: In 48 hours, I'll be accepting your apology from your widow.
2: The car comes to a stop on a hill. Ellie is fascinated by a leaf she found. Alan Grant's jaw drops as he sees something awe-inspiring.
6: Alan, this species of veriformin has been extinct since, since the Cretaceous period. I mean, this thing... Where-
2: Grant turns Ellie's head, and they both stare at what seems to be some sort of walking, leathery tree. <laughs> it's... it's a dinosaur. Oh, it's a dinosaur.
1: <laughs> you, you did it, you you're crazy son of a bitch, you...
0: You did it. Oh, we can t- we can tear up the rule book on cold-bloodedness. It doesn't apply. This is a warm-blooded creature, and we can tear up the rule book that said they were only an inch high, and we can tear up the sitcom that said they wore plaid shirts.
6: <laughs> this, this thing, it, it doesn't live in a swamp. It, it lives in a theme park. This thing's got,
0: It's got like a 25 or 27 foot neck. I mean, just think of sliding down that after a hard day's work at the quarries. you know what I mean? You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. We're gonna make a fortune with this place. Oh,
8: delicious dino meat. How how, how fast are they? Well, we clocked the T-Rex at 32 miles an hour.
6: T-Rex? You said you've got a (laughs) T-Rex?
8: Dr. Grant, my dear Dr. Sadler, welcome to dinosaur jurassic Park!
2: (laughs) And with that, the iconic score begins to play.
0: It's a dinosaur Never seen before So alive and free and wild It's a dinosaur Look, there's
6: four or more I want to have a child
0: They're moving in herds They do move in herds How did you do this? I assume magic
2: I'll show you he walks them around the visitor center. It has all the very distinct prehistoric aesthetic. Imagine the Jetsons, but set in the past with dinosaurs. The most advanced amusement park in the
8: entire Waddled. <laughs> it's like a safe Alton Towers.
11: <laughs> Control yourself, miss.
6: Sorry, I've just never met someone from where you're from. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, I'm not Richard Annborough, that's for sure. <laughs> it's like a safe Alton Towers, a Clara Lara for big lizards, <laughs> an affordable Thunderland. And it's not just rides, no. We've made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet to shreds. <laughs>
6: so, so, Alan, what, what are you thinking?
1: That we're out of a job. Uh, don't you mean extinct? Huh? No. no
2: they sit into roller-coaster chairs and a jaunty animated DNA character appears on screen. Wow, Mr. DNA, where did you come from?
11: From your blood. <laughs> <laughs> just one... <laughs> just one drop of blood contains billions of strands of DNA. And they're all southern good old boys just like me. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Now imagine our buddies, the dinosaurs, (laughs) left a delicious apple pie out for us, just cooling out on the windowsill. (laughs) Now imagine, instead of apple pie, it's a fossilized mosquito encased in amber filled with their blood. Using sophisticated techniques, our gentlemen callers, the Jurassic Park geneticists, are able to extract this pie blood and turn it into walking, talking, good old-fashioned dinosaurs. But oh no, what are we to do about all these pesky holes in the DNA sequence? Should we just give up altogether? Don't give up, Mr. TNA.
9: <laughs>
11: it's a recording. <laughs> Don't worry now, we figured out we can just fill in the missing parts with frog DNA and no one will notice the difference. Hooray! Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, Mr. DNA. Doesn't that mean that they're not really dinosaurs at all? Well, yes, yes it does.
2: They watch the fun cartoon man prance around for like three hours. The cinema begins to rotate using 4D cinema technology Where they get squirted by misty water and the seats shake But Grant is not impressed Can't you stop this thing? I'm sorry, it's kind of a ride They push open the safety bars and defiantly walk out They enter the lab and meet a friendly geneticist, Dr. Henry Wu He's like an ethically questionable Professor Oak (laughs) Good day, Henry
7: Good day, sir
2: On the incubating table, an egg begins to wobble
7: perfect timing I'd hope they'd hatch before I go to the boat otherwise they'd have to be liquefied
2: Henry why didn't you tell me I insist on being here when they're born a little baby dinosaur hatches from the egg like a bird that's a lizard
8: (laughs) the imprint on the first creature they come in contact with helps them to uh, trust me I've been present for the birth of every creature on this island even dr. Wu here
7: That's right, sir. I work for free.
1: (coughs) Uh,
8: Surely not
1: one of these, you know, that have bred in the wild.
7: Actually, they can't breed in the wild. Population control is one of our security precautions. There's no unauthorized breeding in Jurassic Park, exactly like what happened in the zoo.
6: How do you know they can't breed?
7: Because all of the animals in Jurassic Park are female. Like Shania Twain, or the Ghostbusters. <laughs> We've engineered them that way.
1: Uh, but, 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 but again, if I may, uh, how, how do you know uh, all the dinosaurs are female? I mean, you know, why does somebody go out there and, uh, into the park and pull up the dinosaur skirts? Uh, I mean...
7: <laughs> Is this guy serious? <laughs> I I literally just told you we grow them in this room, Uh, that's how we know they're female. Uh, Anyway, um, all vertebrae embryos are inherently female. They just require an extra hormone given at the right stage to make them male. We simply deny them that. Deny them
6: that?
7: Yes, we, we don't give it to them. I just said that. John, who are these guys?
1: John, the kind of control you're attempting is not possible. I mean, if there's one thing history of evolution has taught us is that life will not be contained. Life breaks free. I mean, you know, haven't you seen the Shawshank Redemption? I mean, life expands to new places and it crashes through barriers. It crawls through sewage pipes and painfully, uh, maybe even dangerously, but there it is. You know, Tim Robbins.
8: <laughs> yep, there it is, Morgan Freeman.
7: You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed?
1: No, I'm simply saying that life... uh, 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 (laughs) finds a way.
0: Uh, And yes, I'm saying that, yes. What what species is this?
7: Uh, It's a Velociraptor.
0: You bred raptors? At some point, you're going to have to
8: stop
2: being shocked that we've been making dinosaurs. (laughs) Ridiculous. Grant examines the baby raptor.
0: Sure, you look cute now, but deep now I know there's a skeleton inside of you.
2: (laughs) Later, the group watches a live cow being lowered into the adult raptor pen. What are they doing? Feeding them. They're feeding them a cow every day. So, wouldn't that mean there must be significantly more cows than dinosaurs on the island? (laughs) Like, arguably it should be called Cow... (laughs) Park. They should all be destroyed.
8: Uh, Robert Muldoon, my game warden from Kenya. He's a master hunter. He's killed Cecil the Lion and Harambe. (laughs) Also Bambi's mother and the animals of Farthing Wood. You want to know who really pushed Mufasa? It was him. He knows more about raptors than anyone. Uh, What's their growth rate? They're lethal at eight months, and I do mean lethal. I've hunted most
3: things that can hunt you. Mostly things that can't. Fast fast bird head. Cheetah speed, and they're astonishing jumpers. We should have probably thought of that before we jammed them full of frog
0: DNA. And my third question is, do they show intelligence? They show extreme intelligence, even
3: problem-solving intelligence, especially the big one. She can beat our best minds at chess, but luckily she still hasn't figured out how to growl in the form of a question. We bred eight originally But when she came She took over the pride And killed all But two of the others We just sat there And let her do it Even though each of those raptors Cost like half a billion dollars That's why we have to feed them like this With a cow from the sky She had them all attacking the fences When the feeders came
6: The fences are electrified, right?
3: That's right But they never attack The same place twice They were testing the fences For weaknesses systematically And last week We found a hole in the wall Behind their poster Of a sexy iguana (laughs)
8: Yes, yes. Well, never mind all this talking about how dangerous my dinosaurs are. Who's hungry?
2: Uh, I am. Later, they eat in a dark room. It has like 10 projectors in it, and they're all projecting different things. All in all, it would not be comfortable to eat here.
8: The park will open with the basic tour you're about to take, and then other rides will come online 6 or 12 months after that.
4: And we can charge anything we want? $2,000 a day? 10000 a day? A, f- a fiver? And people will pay it. This place is going to wipe the floor with Gator World in Florida. That, that's just a bunch of
8: fucking alligators. This park was built to cater not only for Richie Rich or the kid from home alone because when you think about it, that was a pretty big house. Everyone in the Waddled. Has the right to enjoy these animals.
4: Sure, sure. They, they, they will. we'll have a, we'll have a coupon day or something. If they're willing to eat eight thousand boxes of cereal, <laughs> they'll all be dead.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, but, but don't you see the danger, John, inheriting what you're doing here? I mean, genetic power is the most awesome force the planet has ever seen, and you, you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's. Dinosaur. It's it's oddly appropriate to start hurling it. If I may. (laughs) I'll, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power you're using here. It didn't require any discipline to attain it. I mean, you read what others had done, and you took the next step. You didn't... Earn the knowledge yourselves. so you don't take any responsibility for it. You took what other scientists did, and you researched it, and you read it, and you expanded upon it, and you constructed a hypothesis. You <laughs> tested that hypothesis with experiments, and based on the experiments, you analyzed that data and uh, 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 drew conclusions. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, science, you know, sh- should be done by one guy, or else it's not earned. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, how else are you gonna know who to give the award to? before you knew what you had, you, you patented it and you packaged it and you,
8: you, you slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now you're selling it. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Those lunchboxes are very well made. Only one of my froobs burst. Our scientists have done things which nobody has ever done before But your your scientists were so preoccupied
1: with whether they could put yogurt in a tube they didn't stop to think (laughs) if they should
8: Condors Condors are on the verge of extinction. If I had created condors on this island and made them super big and violent, you wouldn't have anything to say. Uh, but but this isn't some species that was
1: obliterated by deforestation or the the building of a dam. Dinosaurs had their shot and nature selected them for extinction by evolving a meteor to smash them to bits. How can we stand in the light of discovery and not act? Well, well, what's so great about discovery? I mean, what you call discovery, I call the rape of the natural world. Why why did everyone go quiet when I said that?
6: Is, how can you know anything about an extinct ecosystem? You have poisonous plants in this building. Actually, wait a minute. How did you, how did you get the poisonous plants? Did a mosquito drink plant blood? Or wh- What is going on? I don't know.
8: <coughs> Dr. Grant. <laughs> if there's one person who can appreciate what I'm trying to do, it's you. Uh,
0: look, the, the world has just changed so radically and, and we're all running to catch up. Dinosaurs and man are two species separated by 65 million years of evolution have suddenly just, suddenly been thrown back into the mix together. They're gonna to have to learn to get along, but they each do things their own way. They may be from two different sides of the tracks, but one thing's for sure, this is a pairing you won't want to miss. I don't believe it.
8: You're meant to come here and defend me against these characters, and the only one I've got on my side is the blood-sucking loyal bastard.
2: Gennaro does a double take and spits out a mouthful of blood. Everybody laughs. laughs. Later, in the lobby... You four are gonna have a spot of
8: company out in the park. Spend a little time with our target audience.
6: People in their late 20s who can't let go of their childhood?
2: Two young children, Tim and Lex, appear from nowhere and tackle Hammond to the ground. Kids!
10: Grandpa!
2: Tim is the kind of kid who'd wear a Jurassic Park baseball cap if the film was out when this movie was made. Lex is Superman's billionaire ne- uh, Lex is Superman's billionaire nemesis, but it's the early 90s, so he's still only a little girl.
3: We missed you!
2: Did you like
10: the Jurassic Park lunchbox I sent you? Yeah, it's my second favorite one, after the one with Sebulba and the Pod Racers.
2: Did you enjoy the helicopter? Yeah,
7: it was awesome. It's like a janky plane with a fan on top.
2: Grant vomits internally at the sight of children. Outside, two driverless Jeeps arrive. Instead of just being some type of tram, they have big robot arms that take up a whole seat and turn the steering wheel. So the car is essentially steering itself.
8: These will be your transports for the afternoon. No drivers, they're electric. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) They've
7: got interactive CD-ROMs. You touch the screen and it talks about whatever you want. Uh, Which one do you want? They've got, now that's what I call driverless Jeeps 94. Uh, Where in the world is driverless
10: Carmen San Diego?
2: Suddenly, little boy Tim is standing in front of Grant.
10: I read your book. I read a lot of books. My mum drinks wine in the afternoon. (laughs)
0: That's, uh, that's great. Not
10: really. <laughs> Do you really think dinosaurs have been hiding in birds and that's where they went? How are they going to fit in there?
0: Well, a few, a few species may have evolved along those lines. It's the last place they thought we'd look. <laughs>
10: <laughs> they sure
0: don't look like birds to me, except for some of them. <laughs> Listen, Tim, uh, which car were you planning on riding in?
10: Whichever, whichever one you are. So I got all these questions about the stuff. One, what's a dinosaur? Two, why am I sad all the time? Number three. Grant
2: slams the car door in Tim's face, trapping him inside forever. He turns and sees Lex.
7: Ellie said I should ride with you because it'd be good for you and because you shift the parameters of the argument whenever we talk about kids and I'm in my mid-30s now and I have to start planning for my future.
2: Grant slams the car door in Lex's face and gets into the grown-up car. The car starts to jerk forwards.
1: God help us, we're we're in the hands of engineers. Like, you know, when we flew here, or when I drove to the airport.
2: They drive through the jungle. Up ahead, a giant iconic gate opens. It reads Jurassic Park.
1: What do they got in there, yeah? King Kong? I I don't know, I didn't read the brochure.
2: (laughs) Welcome to Jurassic Park, again. They pass through and the door slams behind them, knocking letters from the gate and revealing that they are in fact entering your ass park
8: The voice you're now hearing is Richard Kiley. We spared no expense
2: They hear the voice of famed two-time Tony award-winning musical theatre actor Richard Kiley
5: if you look to the right, you'll see a herd of the first dinosaurs on our tour, called Dilophosaurus.
2: Somewhere, Richard Kylie is doing a musical and has to pretend that he doesn't know dinosaurs exist. And it really distracts his performance. The car trundles on, but Dilophosaurus is nowhere to be seen.
6: Uh, Alan, where, where is it?
0: Damn it. This is the worst living dinosaur zoo I've ever been to.
2: In the control room, Ray Arnold, a jaded, cigarette smoking, butt holding grumpus, runs the park from a panel of flashing Gateway 2000s.
4: Vehicle headlights are on and not responding. Those shouldn't be running off of the car batteries. Uh, it's an electric car, so the wheels run off the battery and the lights run off of the um, uh, petrol, I guess. Uh, Item 151 on today's glitch list. Uh, Item 152, someone hit the insert key so I keep typing over my own words. Item 153, there's a pool of maple syrup moving slowly towards my keyboard. Uh, uh, 154, someone clogged the toilet. It looks like they just shoved a whole toilet roll down there. Who would do that? (sighs) Uh, Newman.
9: (laughs)
8: <laughs> Our lives are in your hands and you have butter fingers. Correction, I have butter on my fingers. I'm totally
5: unappreciated in my time. I mean, you can run this park from this room with minimal staff for up to three days. After that, you, you probably need a larger staff. You know anyone who can network eight machines and debug two million lines of code on my salary? If so, I want to see them. No, wait, no, no, I don't I want to see them, actually. <laughs>
8: I'm sorry about your financial problems. I really am, but they are your problems. Oh,
5: John, you're absolutely right. You know, everything is my problem. The faulty wiring, the poorly written code, the fact that
8: I'm a spy. (laughs) I don't blame people for their mistakes, but I do ask that they pay for them, and also I do blame them just a little bit. Thanks, Dad.
2: Wait, what? He's Hammond's son. (laughs) Oh, that explains why he's acting out. Quiet, all of you quiet. They're approaching the Tyrannosaur paddock. They turn to the monitors. In the cars, Ellie, Malcolm, and Grant are waiting in anticipation.
3: God creates
1: dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. God creates dinosaurs.
6: (laughs) Dinosaurs eat man. Women inherit the earth.
1: Well, man goes to dinosaur theme park. Man meets beautiful woman.
6: <laughs> <laughs> woman
1: sues man for sexual harassment. Man's career unaffected. <laughs> woman shoots man. Aha, a man has impenetrable force field.
6: <laughs> man suffocates because air cannot get through force field. Oh.
9: <laughs>
4: we'll try to uh, tempt the wrecks now. Uh, keep watching the fence and and try to look as delicious as you can.
2: He calls it the Rex to show off that he's real buddy-buddy with it. Like when my dad calls Bono Paul. Arnold presses a button and a goat rises from the ground, hitting at a, hinting at a complex system of goat conveyor belts that run for miles underneath the island.
0: T-Rex doesn't be fat, he wants to hunt. You can't just suppress 65 million years of goat instinct. Hammond watches Malcolm
2: ramble on a security camera. Uh,
1: Eventually you do plan to have dinosaurs on this dinosaur tour, right? I mean, I'm loving this goat show, but come on, I mean, uh, hello, Uh, yes?
8: (laughs) Oh, I really hate that man.
1: The Tyrannosaurus doesn't obey any set patterns or park schedules, like a bear or most animals, now that I think about it, uh, uh, the essence of chaos.
6: I'm still not clear on this chaos.
1: Well, it simply deals with the unpredictability of complex systems, the butterfly effect. Ashton Kutcher makes a thriller. It performs <laughs> poorly, uh, but does it really change anything. I mean, he still got to play Steve Jobs. I mean, that's chaos. Uh, a butterfly can flap its wings in Tokyo, and in, in Central Park, you get rain instead of sunshine. Shine. To put it simply, uh, butterflies are responsible for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Whoosh! Was I that, that going too fast? Or? No,
6: not fast. Just a bit all over the place.
1: All right. I, I did a flyby, too. Quicky, quick, think, think. OK. All right. Give me, give me that glass of water. We'll, we'll, we'll conduct an experiment. Uh, the car should be still, but that's OK. It just completely invalidates my experiment. OK. Bu- bu- OK. Put your hand flat, right? A drop of water falls on your hand. Which way does it roll off? Which, which finger?
6: Uh, thumb, I'd say.
1: Okay, thumb's not a finger, but okay. Uh, okay, okay. Freeze your hand. Freeze your hand. Okay, and now I'll do the same thing again. Now, which way will it roll? Roll now, back the same way. Ah, ah, it's <laughs> ah, 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 ah. And why? 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 Because? Because tiny variations in the orientation of your hand, and mixed with the fact that I'm kicking your chair, uh, imperfections in the skin. Imperfections in the skin. Oh, just microscopic, just microscopic. Uh, they, they, they never repeat, and they, and they vastly affect the outcome. Uh, quite like uh, how I finish a sentence. It's entirely uh, uh, why uh, unpredictable.
6: <laughs> Alan, come look at this. You got to see all this weird flirting that's going on.
2: Grant, who's been in the car the whole time. Storms off to find a dinosaur to eat him. (laughs) Oh, there, there, look, 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 see, see, Uh, I'm right again. Nobody
1: could predict that Dr. Grant would jump out of a moving vehicle. I mean, those damn Japanese butterflies are at it again. Alan!
2: (laughs) Ellie follows.
1: Oh, and there's another example. You see, and now here I am, uh, by myself, talking to myself. I mean, that's, that's chaos theory. At least, at least I'm still here. You you are still here, right, buddy? Oh yeah, sure, don't you worry about that. (laughs)
2: Everyone follows Grant.
10: <laughs> Anyone else think we shouldn't be out here? Like I said, there's this other book by a guy named Backer, and he says dinosaurs died from diseases. And then there's this other book by this guy called God that says dinosaurs died because they never existed because of the Garden of Eden was there.
0: And his book was a lot fatter than yours. Yeah, but mine was a very tall book.
6: <laughs> yours was fully illustrated, and, and really more of a napkin.
0: But what a tall napkin. Look at
10: this. Wait, wait, wait. Watch, what! Look at me. Look at me. Look, I wrote a song about you, Dr. Grant. La, 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 la. Dr. Grant, your accent's hard to pin down. La, 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 la. What?
2: Tim does a line of dib dab, pushes over a girl he likes, and hides in a bike shed.
10: Yeah, my parents are divorced. Dad says it's not my fault, but my mom says he's a liar, so hey, you want to see me do a flip?
2: Okay, everybody stay here. They come across a really beautiful mechanical triceratops lying in a field. It's being cared for by a team of vets and puppeteers.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> she was always my favorite when I was a kid. Everybody laughed at me because she's not as bitey and mean like the other dinosaurs. But now that I see her, she's the most beautiful thing I ever saw.
6: Uh, triceratops are so special. Their, their horns are an aphrodisiac three times stronger than a rhino's.
0: Ellie
2: notices poisonous plants nearby. Plants are kind of her thing. She turns to the lead vet.
6: Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> are you the lead? Mm. Yeah. Is this, is this West Indian lilac? Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, we, we, we know they're toxic, but the animals don't eat them. I mean, we're pretty sure. Anyway, that's me done. Bye-bye.
6: Oh, uh, well, there, there's only one way to be positive. I'd have
1: to see the dinosaurs' droppings. A dino uh, droppings?
2: Uh. Malcolm casually approaches a mountain of dinosaur droppings. That is one big pile of shit. (laughs) On the ground beside it is a Blu-ray copy of Jurassic World.
1: Oh, Jesus,
11: fuck! Oh! Oh! Oh, Oh, some
9: worst.
2: (laughs) Ellie decides to stay with the vets and crack this case. Everyone else gets back in the cars. Do you have any kids?
1: Me, oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah, I've got three. Uh, Malcolm Jr., son of Malcolm, and Malcolm Jr. 2, cruise control. Uh, I, I, I love kids, you know, anything at all can and does happen. Uh, same with wives, for that matter. Uh, your are uh, married? Occasionally, yeah. I'm always on the, uh, the lookout for a future ex Mrs. Malcolm. You know, my last future Mrs. Malcolm X was shot. What a shame. Uh, she was such a strong voice for the movement.
2: Meanwhile, in the control room, damn! So much for
8: our first tour. Two no-shows and one sick triceratops. They didn't even get to the mute pterodactyl. J- J- John, I keep telling you, it's just the pee that's silent.
4: <laughs> it, it, it could have been worse, John. A lot, a lot worse.
5: Uh, I'm, going, uh, I'm going to the vending machine. Uh, I Anyone mean, want a soda or something? You know how the vending machines are. It could be a while. You know what With all the selection they have nowadays. Um, uh, Snicker. Uh, scriddles, Honey droops. Uh, fruit poop. Pringles, Prangles, Fludge, uh, Fizzy Napples, Chubby Chasers, it's the whole thing. Oh, and the system's going to be compiling for uh, 18, 20 minutes, so uh, some of the minor systems, they might go on and off for a while and say, like, massive error and things, but it's nothing to worry about, and if you see me driving away uh, on the security monitors, that's nothing. That's, that's a glitch. You should ignore that.
2: <laughs> Newman sneaks into the cryo-storage facility and smuggles out embryo test tubes, making sure not to drink any by accident. <laughs>
5: Okay, uh, here we go. Velociraptor, T-Rex, Theodore Rex, Rex from Toy Story, (laughs) Barney the Dinosaur, Yoshi the Dinosaur, Empty
2: Test Tube, Loch Ness Monster, Big Bird! Meanwhile, in the computer room, everything goes wrong. Whoa, what the hell? Fences are failing all over the park.
8: Find Newman. Check the vending machines. He might have gotten trapped inside. (laughs) The raptor fences aren't out, are they? No, no, no. they're, They're still on. Why the hell would he turn the other ones
2: off? Arnold tries to use Newman's computer. He hacks his way through a series of screensavers, like the one with the pipes and the spiky balloon box. Access main program. An animated Newman appears on screen. Ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh. you didn't say the magic word. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Obviously, instead of building a working security system, Newman spent all his time taking photos of his face, recording dialogue, and teaching himself basic flash animation. God damn it! I hate this hacker crap! Phone the IT support line. Arnold picks up the phone and hears the tone that means it's broken.
4: Phones are out too. Get that guy from IT support up here now. We outsourced IT support to a call center in India. Wait, you mean Darren doesn't work in the building? But we had that banter about weather. Well, we, we
1: may have spared
2: some expense. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's nighttime and raining as the Jeeps are driving back from the park.
1: Uh, by the way, uh, Dr. Uh, Sattler, she's not uh, available, is she? Uh,
2: Why? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Are you two? Uh, yeah.
1: And you are? Yeah. And you guys did? But only on my birthday. Oh.
2: The cars stop.
1: <laughs> All right, what did I touch? You didn't touch anything. We just stopped.
2: They've stopped outside the Tyrannosaur paddock. Outside, the goat from earlier shivers in the rain. Meanwhile, in the other Jeep, the kids are busy asking Gennaro if they're there yet. Suddenly, yet quietly, a faint boom ominously rattles the car.
10: Did you feel that?
2: Tim stares intensely at a cup of water on the dashboard. He must be very thirsty. (laughs) The water ripples with each boom. Maybe it's the power trying to come back on that... the T-Rex
4: is probably trying to kick the generator.
2: <laughs> they look towards the paddock. The goat has disappeared. Where's the goat? A goat leg falls from the sky and lands on the car roof. Above them, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, king of dinosaurs, swallows the goat and his other three legs.
7: <laughs> oh, there it is.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, since 1994, we've discovered that the T-Rex was a lot less threatening than we thought. Um, it's pretty much a big feathery scavenger. <laughs> And it seems that with every passing year we learn yet another fact that neuters it a little bit more By the time this is on it'll probably have been reduced to like a fluffy bird No larger than a toddler that, that, that can't stand up without breaking every bone in its body But not this T. This T-Rex, this formidable monster made up. He ro- roars ferociously ra. Jesus Gennaro flees into the nearby toilets.
1: He loves us.
0: (laughs) Where does he think he's going?
1: Oh, when you you gotta go, you gotta go. (laughs) To the toilet.
0: (laughs) The T-Rex
2: notices the electric fence is not electrocuting it and tears it down.
1: The fools. Why didn't they make the fence out of concrete or, or make it, you know, 10 feet thick and have no windows and not have a dinosaur on the other side of it in the first
0: place and not even
1: invite anyone to the island at all?
0: My God, they almost had it. Boy, I, I
1: hate being right all the time. It really makes me put a lot of pressure on myself.
2: Grant jumps out of his car, waving a flare to distract the T-Rex. Not wanting to be left talking to himself again, Malcolm jumps out of the car too. The T-Rex knocks him unconscious and smashes through the toilet shack to find Gennaro sitting on the toilet.
4: Occupado!
9: He eats
2: him off the toilet. But due to a very specific non-disclosure agreement, to save him the embarrassment, they'll all say he OD'd at his son's communion. (laughs)
0: Lex, Tim, come over here, get out of that car! <laughs> all right, keep absolutely still, kids. His vision is based on movement. He can't see us if we don't move. He'll think we're mannequins, so just don't move and really try to sell your clothing.
2: The T-Rex whips his tail, knocking Grant and the kids into the jungle below, apparently.
0: I threw up. Yeah, we all threw up. Get over yourself, Tim.
7: he left us. He left us.
0: But that's not what I'm gonna do.
2: I'm gonna throw up again. They wander into the jungle. Back at the control room, Arnold is searching through Newman's hacked code. Robert, I wonder if perhaps
8: you would be good enough to take a gas jeep and bring back my grandchildren. Sure. Dead or alive. One alive and... oh no, you know what? Both
2: alive. (laughs) John, I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Newman. Meanwhile, Newman drives a jeep through the rain to make it to his jungle rendezvous. It's all slippy and slidey. He keeps turning the steering wheel erratically as if he's trying to dodge the rain. (laughs) Suddenly, his jeep skids into a tree, smashing the car and his glasses. Ah! Oh, my glasses! Ah, whatever, I
5: can afford more glasses. I hope opticians accept raptor embryos.
2: His car tires spin right around in the mud. Not unlike a record, baby. He gets out of the car. Suddenly a small frilled dinosaur peekaboos out from behind a tree. It's evolved to have a big frilly neck so it can't lick itself after surgery. Uh, uh, nice boy,
5: nice dinosaur. Y- you're not so bad. What do you want,
2: P- play fetch? Look, a stick, stick, stupid. Ah, fetch the stick, boy. Newman throws the stick, his only weapon, into the bushes. <laughs> The dinosaur is nonplussed. Little does no man know, fetch wasn't invented until the 1950s as part of a government initiative to get rid of sticks for a brief period. Ah, no wonder you're extinct. Clearly not extinct. The dinosaur shoots black ooze into his eyes. Ah! Oh, this is exactly why I left BP! Newman clambers into the car, but little does he know, fate, Lady Destiny, and the dinosaur are waiting in the passenger seat. The dinosaur opens its frills and hisses menacingly. Ah! An umbrella! Newman is eaten by the umbrella. Ah. This adheres to Spielberg's strict narrative rule that any character who acts immorally must be eaten by a lizard or melted by the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ellie and Muldoon search through the debris of what was once the toilets. I think this was Gennaro. Here's his organ donor card.
6: I think this was two, here's his organs.
2: From somewhere ahead of them, in the distance, the T-Rex roars, rawr.
3: I think it's ahead of us. Be careful, it could be throwing its voice or or using a walkie talkie. With the fences down, it can wander in and out of any paddock. I I hope it wanders in and locks the door. That's wishful thinking, I suppose.
2: They hear a distinct neurotic moaning and find Ian under some branches. Uh.
1: Uh, Remind me to thank John for a lovely weekend. Don't, I'm actually, I'm being facetious. uh.
2: There's a rumbling in the distance. Anybody hear that? Uh, It's an impact tremor is what it is. I'm I'm fairly alarmed here. They all bundle into the Jeep. The T-Rex emerges from the trees, and they watch it chase them in the wing mirror, which reads, Objects in mirror are closer than they appear, and flip to the left, uh, but up, not down. Oh, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. No, no, that's not the same dinosaur. His scar's on the other side. Uh, But his hat's in the same place.
2: Muldoon cleverly evades the T-Rex by going faster than it in the car he's driving.
1: Uh, You you, you think they'll uh, they'll, they'll have
2: that on the tour?
6: Eve, shut up! A man is dead!
2: Deep in the jungle... Grant and the kids climb into a tree to rest for the night. In the distance, they see those long-necked dinosaurs. What do you call them?
0: Uh, 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 a... Br- a... Bronchus- a... A
7: Don't let the monsters come here!
0: They're not monsters, they're animals. Giant, monstrous animals. <laughs> These are herbivores.
10: That means they only eat vegetables, Lex. but for you, I think they'd make an exception. You know, if you're at a dinner party, you were... If they're at a dinner party you were hosting and they didn't want to be difficult.
2: The kids snuggle up to Grant.
10: Hey, what do you call a blind dinosaur?
0: I don't know, what, what do you call a blind dinosaur? Uh, do you think he saw us? <laughs> okay. That's a bit hack, but okay. <laughs> what do you call a blind dinosaur's dog? I don't know, like bones, dogs have bones, dinosaurs have bones, so like canine, like cave. K- do you think he saw us, Rex? Ah, <laughs> a joke. All right, okay, okay. Uh, let, let me try one. Uh, a raptor slices open your stomach and all your intestines come out.
7: What if if the dinosaurs come back while we're asleep? You scribbles in my (laughs) face.
0: Oh, they'll eat us, but don't worry. I'll stay awake to witness it.
9: (laughs) (laughs) All night?
0: All night
2: to witness it. Meanwhile, in the visitor's center, Hammond sits alone at a table eating too much ice cream. Ellie joins him.
8: They were all melting. I thought I'd use them up.
6: Malcolm's okay for now. I I gave him a shot of morphine. It was melting, so I thought I'd use it up.
8: You know, the first attraction I ever built when I came down from Scotland was a Flay Circus, Petticoat Lane. Really quite wonderful. I had a wee trapeze and a carousel and a seesaw and tiny electric fences and a wee programmer with a teeny tiny salary who also betrayed me. And all the fleas got out and bit the children. But with this place, I I wanted to show them something that wasn't an illusion, something that was real, something they could see and touch, something that could touch them with claws and teeth. A name not devoid of merit.
6: (laughs) But you can't think through this one, John. You have to feel it. You have to be like, Ooh, should I make dinosaurs?
8: (laughs) You're absolutely right. Hiring Newman was a mistake, that's obvious. We're over-dependent on automation. I can see that now. Dinosaurs could have been a bit overzealous, true. Next time, everything's correctable. Next time, it'll be flawless. The next Jurassic Park won't be a park, it'll be a (laughs) waddled, And it'll be an absolute mess. No one will be able to remember any scenes or anything that happens in it. No sense of wonder, just a real disdain for humanity. (laughs) And for some reason it will generate $1.6 billion in box office revenue. That's my new dream.
6: John, you've never had control. That's the illusion. I was overwhelmed by the power of this place. At first, I was like, whoa, but now I'm like, no. (laughs) I didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. And it's uh, knocking over cars, and it's getting into cars. and The only thing that matters now are the people we love. Alan, Lex, and Tim. John, they're all out there where people are dying.
2: Ellie takes a spoonful of ice cream.
6: It's good.
2: (laughs) Spare no expense. In retrospect, uh, I didn't
8: need to buy so much. Dinosaurs don't even like ice cream. (laughs) Well, they they eat it, but
2: we, we don't know if they like it. It's morning time now, back in the tree, one of the Brachiosauruses approaches, spooking Lex.
0: Uh, get away from me, you long-legged demon! Oh, it's okay, it's a Brachiosaurus! It's a
10: veggie Lex, a veggie
0: <laughs> Just think of it as kind of a big cow, one that could crush you by accident at any time.
7: <laughs> Holy cows, come on girl, come here. You're just like a tall cow, so essentially a giraffe.
2: Suddenly, the dinosaur sneezes on Lex, covering her in hilarious slime.
10: God bless you!
2: Lex has been infected with a virulent strain of a prehistoric disease. (laughs) They climb down and continue their jungle adventure.
10: Great, now she'll never try anything new. She'll just sit in her room, never come out, play on her computer. You're a nerd. I am not a
7: nerd. I am a hacker. I steal secrets. The public has a right to know what's going to happen in Game of Thrones a little bit before they would have found out anyway.
2: Grant has stopped. He's noticed something. He bends down and picks up a cracked
0: eggshell. God, do you know what this is? It's a dinosaur egg. The dinosaurs are breeding. Thank God they're only giving birth to these cracked eggshells. (laughs) Eggshells.
7: Dr. Grant, I I don't think... We caught
0: a break.
10: (laughs) Breeding? But my grandpa said all the dinosaurs were female. But I guess he also thinks the microwave is a television, so...
0: <laughs> Amphibian DNA. What's that? Well, they said they used frog DNA to fill in the gene sequence gaps. Now, some West African frogs have been known to change sex from male to female in a single-sex environment. Malcolm was right. Well, Malcolm was right in the, in the sense that he broadly said that some sort of thing would go wrong. Ad- admittedly, he gave himself a very wide window. But look, he was right. Life found the way.
2: Meanwhile, in the control room...
0: <clears throat> Shutting down the
8: system is the only way to wipe out everything he did. Now, as I understand it, all the systems will then come back on in their original startup mode.
4: Theoretically, yes, but, but it would be the first time anyone has ever turned a computer on and, and then off again. <laughs> we, we don't know what will happen. It may not come back on at all. It may come back on, except even more broken. What about the lysine contingency? We we could put that into effect.
6: The lysine contingency? What's that? Some sort of soft indie rock group?
9: The,
4: The lysine contingency prevents the spread of animals if they ever get off the island. We inserted a gene that creates a faulty enzyme in protein metabolism. The animals can't manufacture the amino acid lysine. Unless they're supplied with lysine by us, they slip into a coma and
2: die. Literally nothing they just said makes any sense. Are they still feeding them even though they've escaped? Also, no animals manufacture lysine. Also, lysine is incredibly common. You know what? Ignore it. Great movie. Great movie. People are dying. Now
8: will you please turn the system off and on again?
2: Arnold shuts down the system and the lights go off. Hold on to your butts. He switches the system back on. Everything comes back online, but only a bit. It's okay, you can all let go of your
9: butts
4: now. It's on, it worked.
1: Uh, what do you mean uh, it worked? I mean, everything's still off.
4: Well, uh, maybe, the, maybe the shutdown trip, the circuit breakers, they're, they're in the maintenance shed at the other end of the compound. Give me three minutes, I'll definitely be back by then.
2: Exactly three minutes later.
6: It's been too long! Something's happened. I- I'm going to go get the power back on.
8: You can't just stroll down the road, you know. Let's well, not to be too hasty. I mean, he's only been gone three minutes and seven seconds. I'm going with you. No, now, this isn't going to be just like switching on the kitchen light. It's more like switching on the kitchen electric fence. <laughs> but I think I can follow these blueprints and then talk you through it, but it, it ought to be me, really, going. Why? Well, I'm, uh... uh you're, a. Uh...
6: Look, we can discuss sexism sexism and survival situations when I get back. I'll give you a hint. I'm not a fan. Uh, You just take me through it step by step. We'll use these cordless telephones that are designed to only talk to each other.
2: Muldoon and Ellie leave to the visitor center and see that the raptor fence has been ripped open. Probably by a strong gust of wind
3: The shutdown, the shutdown must have turned off all the fences Damn it, even Newman knew better than to mess with the raptor pen
6: I can see the shed from here, we we can make it if we run Or if we walk, we can make it in a variety of ways
3: No, we can't Why not? Because we're being hunted In the bushes, straight ahead It's all right Like hell it is Run towards the shed I've got her I have perfect aim I once shot the cow on the cover of Twister Go! Now!
2: (laughs) Ellie runs real fast to the maintenance shed and does some light tree parkour She slams the door gets on her dinosaur-themed walkie-talkie and speaks into the stegosaurus's tail John, I'm in Uh, Have her uh, follow the main cable I understand how to read a blueprint The blue
8: is water, right? She must be... (laughs) She must be on one of these thin, white bits of land. Okay, after 20 or 30 feet, you come to a T-junction. There's a book in the bookcase that's not like the others. Turn it. A passage should slide open. Got it. Did you go east into the cave or west back towards the castle? East! Did you take the key? Y or N?
6: N! I mean Y!
8: Damn! You are met with two brothers. One of them always lies and the other has a tommy gun.
2: Meanwhile, Grant and the kids reach the perimeter fence. On it is a sign that reads, one gajillion volts. Grant picks up a stick and lightly tosses it at the fence. Nothing
0: happens. Well, I guess that means the power's off. It would conduct electricity, right? Reassured,
2: <laughs> Grant grabs the fence. Yeah, let me just... <laughs> What a lad He was only pretending to be electrocuted horribly So this is also a moment that the kids would recount to their many therapists over the course of their lives Some of the therapists start to recognise the Alan Grant character from other patients
10: That was great.
2: (laughs) They hear a roar and immediately start climbing the fence. The T-Rex must have heard Grant's funny bit.
7: I bet I could climb over to the other side before you could get it even get to the top.
0: Come on, guys, it's not a race. Slow down, take your time, just try to enjoy the fence.
2: (laughs) Back in the maintenance shed, Ellie is looking at a complex array of switches.
6: I see the box. It says, danger, danger, high voltage.
2: (laughs) Don't touch it, don't kiss
8: it. (laughs) The red buttons turn on the individual park systems. There should be a list of them in front of you. What do you see?
6: Uh, okay, there's the Dilaposaurus Den, the uh, Cretaceous Cafe, the T-Rex Timeout Zone, the climbable electric fence, and uh, the staff
0: toilets. Switch them
2: back on. Back on the climbable fence, Grant and Lex have made it to the other side. When an alarm starts to sound, Tim begins to panic. Oh,
0: don't worry, Tim, it's okay. It's only the alarm that indicates the electricity is on its way and not the alarm that indicates the electricity is already here. <laughs> Tim, Tim, get down, get down now. You're going to have to jump, Tim. Count to three, jump, I'll catch you. Okay, I'm going to count to three. One, one and a half, two.
2: a half. Two! Bam! Tim is electrocuted, but instead of making him super-smart or giving him powers, it stops his heart and renders him unconscious.
9: Timmy! Timmy! He's not breathing!
2: Probably because he's dead. Back at the maintenance shed, the lights begin to switch back on.
6: Mr. Hammond, I think we're back in business! We're going to make millions with this park.
2: A familiar arm lands on her shoulder.
6: Oh, Mr. Arnold! I'd recognize your arm anywhere. (laughs) How reassuring it is to have you here, no need to turn around, just great knowing that You and uh, this hand and the rest and your body.
2: She spins around to greet Arnold, but it's only a raptor holding Arnold's severed arm. (laughs) Terrified, she stumbles backwards, knocking into a spooky coffin. A cackling skeleton pops out, and she makes a break for it through the haunted pumpkin patch and a hall of mirrors, locking the raptor in behind her. Outside, Muldoon has the drop on one of the raptors. He raises his shotgun, excited to have finally killed one of every animal. <laughs> Suddenly, he notices a second raptor has snuck up beside him. Clever girl. Muldoon obviously subscribes to the sexist stereotype that women are incapable of flanking. <laughs> the raptor leaps on, him, eating his face and heart. Back at the fence, Grant gives Tim CPR, and he splutters awake because
0: CPR cures everything. Three. Oh, see? He's fine. Tim's fine. Tim, how many fingers am I holding up? Three. Perfect. Uh, what phone network are you on? Three. Great. Uh, do you know where you are? Three. That's right, Tim. The third dimension. He's fine. Let's go. Oh, thank God he's okay. Even though that was very
2: much a lot of electricity and they can smell his burnt organs. Uh, Grant carries Tim to the visitor centre and blonks him on a table.
0: Hey, Tim, get up, get back up here. Get on this table. Three. <laughs> all right, Tim. I'm going to have to find the, find the others, get you to a doctor. Oh, Tim, look, your hair is all sticking up. Big Tim, the human piece of toast. I just want to... I just want to butter you up and put you in my packed lunch. Toasty boy Tim, I want to cut your cruts off and spill crumbs in my... And spill your crumbs all over my cramp. You're full of carbs, Tim! (laughs) I'll be back soon, I promise.
2: With the adults gone, the kids begin wolfing down tasty treats and regressing to a feral tribal society. Lex is about to eat a spoon of jelly, but sees a raptor and makes the jelly too wobbly to eat. They run and hide in a very metallic kitchen. <laughs> Outside, Grant spots a traumatised Ellie running towards him.
0: Alan! Ellie! It's so good to see you. I heard this great joke. So, um, what do you call a blind assort? Oh, fuck. I said the, I said Alan, the end of Alan, the-
6: three of the raptors have escaped, I managed to lock one in the shed and...
0: Are you sure it's contained?
6: Absolutely, unless they figure out how to open doors. And come on, I don't have to tell you that that, how that's gonna
0: Cut to a raptor opening a
2: door. (laughs) The door to the very kitchen the kids are hiding in.
10: Timmy, what is it? It's a velocicopter.
2: (laughs) Unfortunately, unlike the T-Rex, the raptor's vision is based on light bouncing off of things and going into their eyes. The kids scamper around the kitchen memorably, getting in and out of ovens. The tension mounts as they alternately bump into spatulas and shush each other. The kids escape the kitchen and join Grant and Ellie in the control room. They desperately hold the door shut as the raptor claws at the glass, and it gets all steamy, like the car sex scene from the Titanic, but with dangerous lizards.
6: The locks are all controlled by the computer for some reason. We need to reboot the security system.
2: Lex (coughs) begins to hack Newman's computer.
7: This is a 3D representation of all the Parks files. All I have to do is navigate around this maze, uh, avoid the ogre, collect the crystal, and the security guard, uh, systems should come back online. Okay, now to hit the spacebar. Okay, I hit the entry key by accident, so now I need to hit the backspace You got it!
2: <laughs> Everything turns back on. The blender starts to whir. The vending machine starts spitting out M&Ms. The all Saints CD they were listening to earlier starts playing from where it left off. Spence... <laughs> Spencer, the robot butler, boots back to life. <laughs> I'm sorry,
5: I went offline there for a moment.
6: <laughs> it's good to have you back, Spencer.
0: <laughs> Lex, what works?
6: Uh, uh, phone,
7: security systems, you name it, we got it. X, uh, uh, pro- probably, um, it, doesn't, it doesn't say here, why, why do you want some eggs? No, um, not early. No. Oh. Grant
2: <laughs> dials the Hammond hotline.
0: Beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. Grant! (laughs) Mr. Hammond, the phones are working. The children, all right? The children are fine. Call the mainland, tell them to send the damn helicopters. But maybe clean it up a bit, just say it nicer than the way I said it, it's it's been a long.
6: The raptor, it's coming through the glass!
2: The raptor smashed through and immediately tears Spencer to pieces.
6: Spencer,
0: No! No! No!
5: It was a pleasure to serve you, sir! (laughs)
7: to the lobby to get ourselves some the hell out
2: of (laughs) here. Unfortunately, the lobby is full of raptors, which quickly surround them. Looks like this is the end for our plucky team. But they were fun though, right? They all led full lives, except for the kids. Suddenly, T-Rex bursts onto the scene and starts tearing into the raptors.
0: T-Rex, you really do care.
2: You are right, old friend.
1: There was good in me. Now go, I can only hold them back for so long.
2: They heed the wise monster's advice. Meeting Hammond and Ian in a Jeep outside.
0: Mr. Hammond, after careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park.
8: So have I. I mean, I'll still retain my shares and work behind the scenes, but I'm... Kind of done with the whole publicity side of things.
2: T-Rex defeated the raptors and roars defiantly. (laughs) The ultimate predator has returned to the top of the food chain. Three months later, after eating all the goats on the island, he dies. (laughs) At the helipad, Hammond takes one last look at his dream island and thinks about all the ice cream he's leaving behind.
8: Well, at least I still have my other creations.
6: What other creations?
8: Well, I had to play around a bit before I got it right. I made some land sharks, a few flying gorillas, (laughs) spherical dogs, wolf men, 10,000 bees, crabs who count cards, anti-Semitic border collie, a pig that screams with a man's voice, a dog that feels shame, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
2: The kids huddle up to Grant. In a way, they'd all learned something from their adventure.
6: <laughs> Do you like kids now? Yes. And how about computers?
0: Not so much. Do you still like plants?
6: Yes. I have, I have no reason not to. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I, I, I
1: didn't learn anything. I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was right the whole time. <laughs>
0: say, say John, I know this is a bit late, but um, I'm pretty sure most of those dinosaurs were from the Cretaceous period.
9: Oh, uh,
8: we had had to take some uh, poetic license with the brand. Who would go to
0: an amusement park called Cretaceous Town? That's a good point. I wouldn't be caught dead in Cretaceous Town. (laughs)
9: I I, I don't get it
2: (laughs) Grant and Ellie went on to have lots of kids but no computers Malcolm returned to the island just one last time but he could never recapture the magic he no longer practices chaos theory Tim and Lex's careers really never took off but I'm sure they're sound like the girl who played Matilda Years later, Hammond leases the island to the American government to use it as a de- to use as a detention center, and he is pardoned by the Clinton administration. <laughs> the end.
0: Hello, friends. This is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London. Right now, we are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre, featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, The show's at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets.